0: This is Tasha Rollins from the Autism in Action podcast. And today you're listening to the Moments of Grace podcast with Dr. A. Jerome Butler.
1: Our podcast has been nominated for five Spin Awards. I would like to thank you for listening and also for your votes to the nominating committee at the spin awards. Thank you all so much for recognizing our moments of grace. And we pray that you have a day of grace. Thank you. This is your host, Dr. Jerome Butler and welcome to moments of grace. You know, I one thing I love, I've always loved science. When I was a young kid, I I loved, 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 loved the science. You know, I was always the odd kid that uh, wanted to see what would happen if I put the beaker on a little bit too high or if this chemical went with that chemical. And and uh, so I would be the kid that, you know, would would probably be in the. Uh, in the movies that blew up the lab there in the in the in the, uh, in the classroom, uh, you know, it, it's always fascinated me. Life has always fascinated me. Movement has always fascinated me. And most of all, how things work has always fascinated me. Uh, my guest today is Adina Mignona, and she has written a book, Crazy, Foolish Robots. And guess what? She is one of those people I just talked about. She's an engineer and she's going to share with us how she got into engineering and hopefully something that she says today will spark our young people to want to get into, uh, learning more about, you know, physics and engineering and things of that nature and things, not just things that go bump that we can't explain, but how to explain them and how to make them work. So, uh, Elena, welcome to moments of grace.
2: Hi, thank you for having me.
1: Oh, it is so wonderful to have you, my dear friend. Can you share with us uh, a little bit about yourself, please?
2: Sure thing. I think you, you covered a lot of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, the fact, well, the fact that uh, I'm an engineer and uh, I guess a, you know, somewhat of a scientist, depending on wow. how we, we, we mean by the word, but similar to what you were saying, you know, I I was always interested in, in this kind of stuff, in science and engineering as a kid. And it never stopped. The interest never stopped. Right. right? So I went to college to do things and then went into having a career as an engineer in aerospace. So I I work on satellites.
1: Wow. Wow. So so with um, with that being such such a specific um, engineering uh, career field, what Mm -hmm. what got you started? And and I would imagine, you know, with uh, you being in aerospace and all Mm -hmm. that that some of your some of your writing in your book. You know, that kind of all that kind of leans towards towards the same career field. But initially, as a young lady, how how did you get into this field?
2: There was a a combination of things. I think a lot of it is the fact that my dad was an engineer. Okay. So I was exposed to a combination of, you know, engineering and science at home. And sometimes when you're interested in things, is a self-fulfilling thing. You know, I'm interested, therefore stuff gets put in front of you more and it just kind of, kind of spirals. But so I have to credit my dad for a lot of that because of his just willingness to, to share, you know, things with me. And I always had an interest in, in science fiction, which really kind of, to me, they go hand in hand because it fed the, well, I want to make this reality.
1: There you go. You know?
2: Yeah, and, and that's yeah. where the tie-in is, and I think a lot of people will will see that you know a lot of science fiction writers actually had a career uh, in science you know before or during while they were an active writer. Right. So it's not that unusual.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> in right. Some ways. Right. Yeah. You know, and what's what's so amazing with me is how quickly um, we've advanced in the last sixty years. Mm-hmm. You know, as I look at as a kid, you know, one of my favorite comics, because, um, uh, you know, I've always before, you know, the, the Grisham's and all this other detective novels came came about. One of my f- one of my favorite uh, secret agents was 007 and, you know, mm-hmm. I spy and all those guys. And, and, you know, Dick Tracy, I remember on 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 the uh, comics on Sunday, Dick Tracy, you know, and his radio watch, you know, his his visual radio watch. And, and here now that's a reality, but it's a reality because, you know, somebody looked at that and said, you know, that can really be done, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's oh. part of the scientists in engineering and, and all of that is, is looking at something as a problem and seeing how to solve it. Or am I off base?
2: No, no. I think that that's fairly uh, accurate. You know, I mean, people get ideas from, from somewhere and it's, you know, it's from everything that we're exposed to. It could be fiction. It could be just talking to people. You know, it's, I think, very rare that someone really has an an idea in solitude. You know, you've got to be fed with some basis. So I think, yeah, a lot of what we've seen develop in technology over the last 20, 30, 40 years, there's roots in fiction in the 50s, 60s, 70s. And so you've got a generation of people who are like, ooh, what if we, what if we, made things and and maybe, you know, not 100% deliberately, like I am going to exactly replicate the communicator on Star Trek, right? But it it started to go that way. Go
1: that way. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and to be honest with you, you know, when we look at um, the genetic code, you know, you have to ask yourself a question, why can't it be done? you know and i know that my you know for my 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 uh, audience that my sound, <laughs> might sound a little far fetched, but i mean we break down everything else you know mm-hmm. so you know why not um anyway i know we, <laughs> you know you, i'm 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 exposing my trackie in me so <laughs> right here on, on on the air so with with everything that you learn from your dad and also you know the the positive uh thinking that you have of of creating um did you run into any roadblocks? Maybe not as a female, but did you run into any blow roadblocks? And it may be some roadblocks as a female engineer. Have you ran into any roadblocks?
2: I, I, the college years, college was tough. Okay. So I majored in physics, right. which is just not an easy major. So right. yeah, I and I was not a good student. Okay. I, was a t- I was actually, you know, not a good student is <laughs> gotcha. an understatement. I was a terrible student. Gotcha. So the roadblocks were really just myself. OK, you know, um, okay. and just trying to get through. Right. Um, as was the a, ability,
1: as a, the ability was there. Or you weren't applying or what, what, what did you feel the, the so, what did you feel that that block was?
2: Uh, well, it took me literally decades after college to figure out that, you know, some of the you know, expectations of the way you're supposed to learn in a classroom setting. Mm-hmm. You sit there, you listen to a lecturer, you go, you read material, you spit it back on tests. Uh, That really was not the kind of way I could learn. I'm a very hands-on learner. Um, I I did figure out eventually how to succeed in the classroom setting. I went back and got a a master's in computer science. Wonderful. I started that at the age of 42.
1: Okay, no problem. Um,
2: But, you know, I, at that point, was knew how to succeed and and knew what i needed to do and it was interesting because it was an online program and this was before okay. before covid before right. any of this um the university of uh, uh sorry georgia technology um uh georgia tech they had already been working on this online program and that's wow. what i participated in and it really worked for me because like the le- you know there were lectures of course. but in the format it wasn't just someone recording what they did at the front of a classroom it was meant for the kind of video and at home learning Mm -hmm. but realizing like i could speed up the lecture and watch it at a speed that you know Uh, worked for me or pause it when i needed to pause to take notes you know i was in control of how i ingested the information and that made a a humongous difference right, you know right. instead of showing up to a classroom at a, pre, uh, a prescribed time where i had no control over the <laughs> gotcha. interaction gotcha. Uh, really that that kind of made a humongous difference and i was able to do uh, much much better and, and succeed in that environment
1: that makes sense yeah. that, that that makes a whole lot of sense uh what i like to do adina is to uh, take a break if we can sure. and then when we come back um we want to continue because like i said i'm i'm just intrigued engineering <laughs> intrigues me um, I was a decent student student, horrible in math. I have no earthly idea why I was so horrible in math. My, my actually my my son, my oldest son is an engineer, and I'm just just in, in awe of his mind. Uh, Odd dude. He is just odd dude. I'm being honest, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you know, he's not. he's he's definitely introverted, but but uh, smart as a whip, smart as a whip. So when we come back, I like to uh, continue our conversation uh, and see what we can do to spark some young people, maybe to look Mm -hmm. at engineering as a as a uh, career field. Absolutely. All right. So we're talking with uh, Adina Mignona she's shaking her head. I got it right. Hey, great.
2: (laughs) It's not an easy name. I know.
1: We, We got you. We got you. Italian or Polish. Italian Italian there you go see I'm an old kid from New York I, I kind of recognize some of the names anyway it's <laughs> some of the etymology of the names but anyway so we'll be right back after these messages stay with us when we're talking with Adina Mignona, and uh, she's an engineer that has written a book crazy foolish robots we'll be right back after these messages wouldn't you like to start your day upbeat and motivated Dr. Butler has written a wonderful book. It is called A Moments of Grace. It is a devotional for a busy life. You can get your copy at
0: www.drajrbutler.com. there is an estimated half a million men, women, and children that are homeless in our country and this great nation each night. Statistics show the number one reason for homelessness is affordable housing. Dr. Butler and his family have started the GRACE project. It is a plan to build clean, affordable homes that will help get these families off of the street. They would love for you to partner with them by donating to this show, where 100% of the proceeds will go to The Grace Project. When you partner with The Grace Project in any dollar amount, you will receive Dr. Butler's latest book. To give, please go to momentspod.com or anchor.fm forward slash moments of grace and hit support. Thank you in advance from The Grace Project.
1: So we're back. um, And I'm so happy that you are here with us. And as you as you heard Adina talk about um, one of the 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 misnomers is, is that, you know, because you myself, (laughs) myself included, you know, I have a Ph.D., two masters, two bachelors and people think because when they hear that that you know you must be a smart person or easy way to go or you know an engineer or rocket science and let me share this with you guys I had a real dear friend of mine and this is a God's honest truth he worked for NASA he was an engineer uh, a, a, and you know what you say a rocket scientist and to be honest with you he was not, he didn't have a lick of common sense I'm just being honest with you the sweet guy he's a good friend of mine but uh, some of the things that, 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 you know, that just happened, he would it just went over his head. You know, some of my bad jokes, especially, and that's probably why I'm giving him a bad report. But uh, <laughs> you were sharing with us, you know, that um, you may you may not have been the best student in college. And so what what drove you through to to maybe to not to give up, but to go on and finish uh, what you were doing, Adina?
2: Yeah, I think, you know, on there are several things. Uh, one of it was just that I, I knew having the, the goal in mind, knowing gotcha. that I wanted a career in in the space industry, you know, okay. keeping that in mind was a big thing. And realizing that even though I wasn't always a great student, there were still things I, I knew I was good at. I was go. fortunate enough to um, to be working in the field while I was earning my degree. Okay. Uh, I went to the University of Maryland and okay. we built spaceflight hardware on campus. And so okay. I had a job doing that. And I was re- that I was really good at. <laughs> so gotcha. having something related that I, wow. I had to hold on to, you know, what what helped uh, still having the, the passion for it and having uh, like my circle of people were also people that were passionate about space and outer space and things. You know, we had a, we had an astronomy or a space club, you know, gotcha. that we hung out with. Okay. So you know, there were these other things that, that got me through and also just, I guess, you know, not wanting to do anything else, wow. <laughs> you know, like it's
1: that passion, right?
2: Yeah. Like if yeah. I gave up, well, what else would I do? And, exactly. and nothing was, was going to be good enough. Right. But yeah, but I like to tell people, uh, you know, about the, the, that I wasn't a great student because you know, people have this perception of, oh my God, you must've been a straight A student. Mm. And that's the only way to to get here. And, and no, that's just, that's not true. Uh, a lot of people get here a lot of different paths a lot of different backgrounds a lot of different struggles but it is if you have that interest um that is something that, you know that can get you through
1: i got you you know i always say that you know passion produces power mm-hmm. uh, yes, it it, it will drive you you know and and you know um you know when it comes to our dreams, success dreams and success you know, and I, I know all these little little catchphrases I'm using mm-hmm. kind of maybe elementary, but they they help to get help to explain my points is that, you know, you can either wish for it or work for it. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes, you know, working for it is difficult, but you have to do it. And, you know, with all that said, you um, not only uh, are an engineer, but you're also an author. Mm -hmm. So talk to me about this. I love the I love the the cover. I love the title. Very simple. And, you know, uh, so share with us about your book, Crazy Foolish Robots.
2: Yep. So it is meant to be um, humorous. It's humorous science fiction. I wanted to write something that was not you know, all doom and gloom and graphic and
1: all that. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: gotcha. there there are so many books out there about, you know, robots like yeah. becoming intelligent and deciding to take over and kill all of humanity. Exactly. <laughs> and I wanted to do something that was more fun. And then that showed robots like, you know, I grew up completely in love with like Art Two D Two. Art Two D Two is awesome, exactly. you know. And I wanted that kind of a feel. Very non-threatening,
1: right? Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah.
2: So it's a, it's meant to be, like I said, humorous science fiction. It's, while the cover and everything, uh, a lot of people have asked me, well, is it for young adults? And I wrote it for people like just anyone. Um, it's young adult accessible. So there's no like, you know, there's no adult themes in it. Gotcha. Um, my my gotcha. 11-year-old is allowed to read it if he wants to.
1: Got you. Got you.
2: He would rather play video games and read, but that's a whole different story.
1: <laughs> I got but yeah,
2: yeah. But it is uh yeah, it's a uh my my main character, her name is Ruby. She's 19 and she, you know, wants to get on with her life, but uh, her plans get kind of hijacked when you know she's captured by some alien robots. Okay. And okay. all the stuff ensues got you <laughs> in her got dealings you. with them. And this is the first of four books. Okay. Um, okay. The second book just went to my editor a week or so ago, and I'm working very hard on book three as we, uh, this, as month. we yeah. talk,
1: C- congratulations. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, we are going to, um, how much are your books?
2: Uh, so the Kindle version, the digital version is no, $3.99. Paperback, paperback. The paperback is 799, 799. And so, we're gonna do- on yeah. so we're going to
1: do Amazon. Wonderful. So we're going to do this. I'm going to order one book for my daughter. And today we're going to have if you subscribe to Moments of Grace, I'm going to order two books. You subscribe to two uh, to Moments of Grace and you say, I want uh, a book, um, crazy, foolish robots for my young person or for myself. uh, And you subscribe to the show, then we will send you one of those copies. But you've got to be one of the two people that reach out to us about it. Okay, so, you know, you sold three books tonight. (laughs) <laughs> awesome! That's wonderful. <laughs> and my eleven-year-old, uh, she'll take the place of your eleven-year-old. She's a avid reader. Ver- awesome. She's a ver- what you say, voracious, voracious, or whatever. But she she loves to read, so I know That's she wonderful. would look forward to uh, to reading that, especially anything sci-fi or scary or whatever. So she will <laughs> she will absolutely love it. So. Uh, thank you so much my dear friend for being with us before I let you go mm-hmm. and I always ask my authors this and I because I love the answers because no one knows your intent uh, mm-hmm. greater than you um, when someone closes the last page of uh, crazy foolish robots what do you want them to walk away with
2: I want them to walk away with a, a feeling of like, ooh, I really like those robots. You know, gotcha. that, that R2-D2 feeling. I Got want them you. to walk away with that and I want them to w- walk away excited to read the next book. <laughs> there you
1: go. That's what I like. <laughs> That's what I like. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Adina, for being with us here on Moments of Grace. Thank you. And we pray much success for for you and your writing. And I'm going to ask you right now, you know, you may want to or not, but I'm going to ask you on, on air, would you come back and when you uh, finish your next book, uh, the one that's at the printers now and your your third book, would you come back and, and share with us about that? Absolutely. Wonderful. Wonderful. So we have been talking with Adina, um, and Yona, and did I get it right? Uh, missed it up on that time, and uh, (laughs) she's being very nice, but (laughs) she has written a book, Crazy, Crazy, Foolish Robots, guys. And uh, like she said, you know, we're a family friendly show, and I would imagine her book is the same. Mm -hmm. Um, So grab a book, um, reach out. And in fact, if you're if you're smart enough, if you are smart enough, you will subscribe to our show and you will get a free copy with your subscription. Uh, if you are the first two people that reach out to us. And with that said, uh, get her book. Uh, we will have all of her contact information in the show notes. And I just hope that you enjoyed and you will have a different uh, way of thinking about uh, crazy, foolish robots. So, Dana, thank you so much for being with us on Moments of Grace. Thank you. All right. Wonderful. So, my dear hearts, keep in mind, like I said, you, you know, you can be anything in life you want. When I was a young kid, that was one thing that was always touted in, in our in our family. My family, our, our dynamic may have been a little bit different than my guests uh, because my dad was a, a janitor for a Jewish uh, school in, in, in New York and my mom was a nurse. And so, but one thing they always said is you can be anything and I can truly say this, I have um, done very well in the world. The people that i found that really want I really have a desire, uh, bar none, whether economic education. If you really want it, you'll push your way through. Adina shared that with us. She may not have been the best student, but now look at what she's doing. Look at the great work that she's doing um, with her career as an engineer. And I truly believe you can do it, do it as well. So with that said, you know, we love you so much. Thank you uh, to all my, all of my audience around the world, you are the best people in the world and the best audience in the world. Don't you tell any of my other podcasters. I said that because you'll get me kicked out of the podcasters union. Wink, wink. There's no such thing, but anyway, love you guys so much. And we'll see you next time here on moments of grace. Love you. Uh, remember, love God, love life. Keep the light on. We'll see you next time.